Welcome to another episode of Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Winters Jr. And yes, we're blessed by the best, so don't be stressed. Very exciting announcement to make this morning. I have finished my book um, and I've actually created a landing page for you to go and sign up so you can be notified for when pre-orders go live. Now, pre-orders go live next month and I'm only going to have pre-orders live for one full month in which if you buy the book during the pre-order phase, you will save $5 on the book. Now, the name of the book is Legendary, The Life in All of Us. And when I sat down to write this book, the number one question I continued to ask myself throughout the entire process is if I were to die after writing one book, what do I want that book to be about? And who do I want to write the book to? And as for who, I knew for a fact that I wanted to write a book that speaks directly to students who are facing homelessness, who are facing poverty, and who are facing um, depression. And, and when I say students, I should say students and young adults. Um, now, obviously, depression has no, no bounds, no limits. So um, anyone that is facing depression could go and, and pick up this book, Legendary the Life in All of Us. And it will give you some really insightful information. And so in order to sign up to be notified for when pre-orders go live, go to joewintersjr.com forward slash legendary. That is J-O-E-W-I-N-T-E-R-S-J-R.com forward slash legendary. I also want to invite um, each of you to please partner with me with my book drive. Um, One thing that I want to do is I want to match every book that's bought as a donation for a homeless student. And so what I've done is I've created three different book packs. You could either buy a book pack that has 25 books in it, you could buy a book pack that has 100 books in it, or you could buy a book pack that has 1,000 books in it. And what happens when you buy that book pack is that I match the book pack with the exact same book pack. So if you buy a 100 book book pack, then I'm going to give 200 total books to students in either a homeless shelter or an organization or school that is predominantly filled with low-income students. And if you would like to really partner with me um, in my book drive, you could simply just go to joewintersjr.com and you're going to see a banner across the top that you can click on and it will invite you to come and partner with me. Again, that is joewintersjr.com, J-O-E-W-I-N-T-E-R-S-J-R.com. I really need your support when it comes to this book drive for homeless students. I'm very passionate about it. Um, as I have um, pivoted my work and began working with organizational leaders, this is going to be my number one way of giving back to students, um, particularly homeless students and um, low-income students. And so the goal is to get as many books donated to homeless and low-income students as possible and me going to um, these locations where homeless students are and low-income students are and giving them just a few words of wisdom and then simply um, signing the book and handing them the book in person. No, I'm not going to go and just drop the books off. I plan on hand-delivering each and every single book. So I, I please please, please partner with me. Join me in my mission of providing 
um, books to homeless and low income students or students and young adults that are facing depression. Again, you could go to joewinterjr.com and you will see the banner across the top, or you could go to joewinterjr.com forward slash donate. I'm going to also in- include the link um, in the show notes. As for today, we are going to talk about execution. Let's dive into the message. This is Daily Path Podcast. I'm your host, podcast coach, and transformational speaker, Joe Winters Jr. Now I've been in this business a long time. God gave me the gift of a strong mind. And when I step foot on a pad, the good and the bad, they just come by. Never done trying. I do it, I do it. Till each time I do it, it's done right. Ooh. And God left his signature on me. So how could I ever be unsigned? See, everyone has got a gift. Not anonymous, but God given. One thing that I have learned about execution is that true execution cannot exist without consistency. Let me say that again. True execution cannot exist without consistency. First of all, let me tell you the reason why I believe that. The reason why I believe that is because I truly believe anything truly worth having in life will not come easy. I truly do believe anything that is worth having in life will take time to obtain. It will not come overnight. And although you may go through a process of hard work and it seems like a particular success happened overnight because it happened the next day, obviously after giving so much time and then obviously you just wake up one day and the success is there, um, it was still a process that got you from one location to this particular destination that is forwarding you the success that you have worked for. However, make no mistake that anything truly worth happening does not happen overnight in the sense of you saying, you know what, I want to make a million dollars and then waking up the very next day and making a million dollars or simply saying, you know what, I want to go and get my college degree and then waking up the next day and, and getting your college degree or simply saying, you know what, I want to start a successful business right? You're not going to wake up the next day and your business is going to be successful if you started it, you know, the day before or the day that you're in. And so I, I want to make it clear that although you can begin things within a day, in order to truly execute, you have to be consistent. If you want to build a successful company, for example, of course you can say, you know what? I'm no longer working for anyone else. I'm going tomorrow. I'm literally going to form my own company. Well, that's great. You form your own company. Now what? Now you have to be consistent in the day-to-day operations so you can make impact in your, or you can create impact for your consumers in whatever way that is, whatever service you're providing. And in turn, be able to generate cash flow consistently. Which if you want to do it consistently, you have to be consistent. Here in 2020, when you look at the things that you you want to do, and I, I know when we talk about goals, it seems as if these check-ins are so repetitive, but they're repetitive because If they were not, more people than necessary would fall through the cracks. 
And so when you look at your goals of 2020, it's like, have you been consistently executing what it is that you say you're going to do so you can obtain whatever it is that you want? At the, at the end of last year, it might have been at the beginning of this year. I think it was at the end of last year. I spoke about three big goals that I had for the year. Right. Those three big goals was praying and meditating daily, reading 25 leadership and personal development books and cutting 50 pounds of fat. And I have been steady on each of those goals. I'm not going to say that I haven't had a hiccup here and there because I have. But now I'm at a point where I have created this habit of going to the gym again regularly, eating healthy on a daily basis, reading for three hours a day, and praying and meditating when I first wake up in the morning. Like, I mean, the moment I wake up in the morning, I pray and meditate simply because I know that it's something that is so powerful, although it seems so small, And if I went through the day without doing it at the beginning of my day, it's very easy to allow life to get in the way and say, well, I'm too busy dealing with life, which would deprive me of executing the things that I said I was going to execute this year. However, I know that I simply have to be consistent. If I want to execute Whatever plan that I have to obtain a particular goal, I have to be consistent. So my question is, have you been consistent? The next thing that I know about execution is that you have to be able to accept mistakes for what they are. Now, how do you accept mistakes for what they are? First and foremost, you you have to acknowledge them. When you make a mistake, you have to acknowledge them in a positive way. You cannot see a mistake and then beat yourself up or go to hitting yourself in the face, which sadly some people do, or some people, you know, throw themselves a pity party and I just can't do nothing right. It seems like there's, there's, you know, everything I try to do, I just mess up, I screw it all up. You can't, you cannot look at mistakes that way. You have to simply acknowledge the mistake for what it is. If you are a leader and you have team, a team of people and people on your team are making mistakes, you cannot look at the people on your team and, oh my God, I can't, I cannot deal with these mistakes or you should know this or, you know, I, I, I don't see how you're messing up. You cannot view mistakes that way. You simply have to acknowledge the mistake for what it is. Acknowledge what what the problem is, and then immediately think about how you can provide a solution to that problem. If it's in your personal life, then you have to acknowledge the mistake you made, and then you have to explore the different possibilities in regards to a solution for the problem that you or the mistake that you made. So that way moving forward, you can have better success. And if you are the leader of a team, it's your job to make sure that when other people make mistakes, you acknowledge the mistakes for what they are. You do it correctly. You don't try to shun people and do it out out in public in front of everybody and try to make them feel bad. You acknowledge the mistakes for what they are. 
and you um, have a clear understanding of what the solution is, you go to them and before you just tell them a solution, obviously you should be trying to get them to come up with a solution themselves because obviously they made a mistake and you want to teach people, if you are a leader, how to acknowledge problems and also um, identify solutions for that problem so that way they can execute the solution. Now, the reason why I'm speaking on um, acknowledging problems is because I've realized that a lot of people lack execution because they have an inability to acknowledge problems in a healthy way that allows them to create solutions so moving forward, they can continue having success in whatever it is that they are executing. I just mentioned earlier how I finished my book, but in order for me to have finished my book, the problem that I had to acknowledge at the beginning of this year was, Joe, you just simply have not put enough time aside to finish your book. And so at the beginning of this year, you heard me say on the podcast, I did not focus on bringing in more clients. I simply said to myself, I am going to put aside trying to bring on more clients and I'm going to finish my book. And here we are in month two, my book is complete. So my ability to execute finishing my book was based on my ability to acknowledge the problem that I had, which was the lack of time I was setting aside to finish my book and the obvious solution, which was set more time aside so I can finish my book. If you're going to truly execute, one, you need to be consistent with whatever it is that you are executing. And two, you need to acknowledge problems in a healthy way, simply identifying what the problem is and then exploring the different possibilities in regards to a solution for that problem. The last thing that I want to speak about today when it comes to execution is celebrating victories. Celeb even, if, even if they are small. It's funny, me and, me and some um, friends of mine, we were actually talking about this and they had asked me, Joe, do you believe that you should celebrate every time you win? Do you believe that um, celebrating every time you win is really healthy? Like, is, is there a possibility that you can ruin someone and get them to begin expecting celebration? And this is a, this is a tricky question, but my true answer to that is, do not fix the way you celebrate in a particular way. Meaning, if you choose to celebrate one win by going out, the next time you celebrate that win, celebrate the win by, I don't know, taking the night off and staying in with your family. And then the time after that, celebrate the win by you know, I don't know, um, getting you a, a smoothie or getting you a, you, you know, a shake. Like, like, basically what I am saying is, is when you have wins, find different ways to celebrate. Don't 
select one way and become fixated with that form of celebration. Don't be the person that you may take a drink when you win one time. And that one time of taking a drink when you win turned into you drinking every time you win. And then you get to a point where you're just drinking all the time. I believe that's that's when celebrating wins become unhealthy because you are becoming fixated on the type of celebration you are doing or you have created. So my three points for the day when it comes to execution. Number one, remain consistent. Number two, acknowledge problems in a healthy way, which means acknowledging the problem for what it is and then exploring the different um, possibilities um, in regards to a solution for that problem. And then number three, celebrate your wins, but do not become fixated on how you celebrate. Instead, create different ways to celebrate at different levels. I wanna be unique. Got more than my kid I could teach. I want you to hear when I speak. I wanna free people imprisoned by stigmas and popular common beliefs. Don't want you to think, I want you to feel. Look down inside you and tell me what's real. If you're unsure, then you're uncured. We only get one life, man. It's a big deal. Do you love what you do?